Located on Milwaukee Avenue, the Niles Design District is a home improvement destination for consumers, designers, and contractors. For those looking to renovate a kitchen or a bathroom, expand with a new addition, or enhance their curb appeal, the Niles Design District in Niles, Illinois offers everything in one convenient location. It's your road to a better home. Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. And for people who want common sense guidance on how to build green and live a more sustainable lifestyle. Send an email or call into the show. The Mighty House crew is on the job. This is Mighty House. All right, we're back. And today... We're gonna talk a little bit about uh, bunkers or tornado shelters or whatever you wanna call them. There's a bunch of different options and we wanna make sure to say thanks to the Niles Designs District and uh, just go to nilesdesigndistrict.com for more information there. And yep. uh, the first thing I, I wanna know is, cause you do a lot of new construction uh, down in mm -hmm. Florida, Rich. So are you doing a lot of these uh, storm shelters or the safe rooms and some of the things we're talking about today. Are you incorporating well, those into your homes or not? It, yes. I mean, as far as tornadoes, obviously we're in a hurricane zone. Sure. Um, the houses are designed to withstand the hurricane. So that'll get rid of your first one. Right. Um, the, the, the storm, but the security wise doing uh, what you want to call a panic room. Right. Or a safe room. Yes. We have a number of large homes that have incorporated those. Um, and they're quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to get into all that stuff. And then you can see where we are today. We are in a uh, tornado shelter. And it's government approved. We, I made sure this was a government approved uh, tornado shelter and yes. uh, storm shelter. So that, that's where we're in today. So uh, it, it took a long time to get, get the clearance to be able to come and, and stand in here. But, you know, you got, uh, we were able to pull it off. Thanks to Sonar. He's got some government uh, contacts. And I he, he, he was able to pull Clarence. it off. He got clearance for Clarence. <laughs> yes, he did. So let's, uh, let's go ahead and get started here, Rich. And uh, the first well, one is determining well, size. Yeah, it's going to determine the size. I mean, how many people do you expect to entertain in your bunker? So, you know, something like, uh, you know, what, what you just threw up there, yeah. that, that's going to sleep three, right? You got three beds, you got a sofa, but if it's not that large a space, you're not going to put 10 or 12 people in there. Right. You know, so you really need to determine that um, because the cost varies. Uh, the smaller tornadoes units that come prefab or as a kit, some of them you can buy at the box stores. Uh, really? They're roughly $5,000. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a kit that you bolt together. Uh, and it, they're designed to be indoors. In other words, none of them are watertight or anything. Okay. So you have to plan around them. But, um, you know, they're, they're typically for five or six people. Right. And so, those are the ones like you cut through your garage floor, put them in the garage floor or somewhere in the house. Just yeah. as, as a, a quick escape from a tornado, tornado warnings are going, something like that. And I think the thing is, even doing research for this, what you have to be very careful for is if you, sur if you search... Uh, for for storm shelter versus safety shelter, you know they'll tell you it's quarter inch plate steel and this, but it may not be bulletproof. <laughs> yeah, well, and if, if know, it's and in the ground, of, do you really worry about that? Or I guess maybe on the door you yeah. might, but well, it's always going to be the door, right? I yeah. mean, if you're really talking about safety, so 
you know, the next thing we want, and we'll get into that a little bit more when we get into the, the, the safety or the security needs, but the other things you're expected duration, right? So being at, it's a storm shelter for a tornado. I mean, that's the scary things about tornadoes. I mean, I grew up in Chicago, so you got maybe 15 seconds warning, right? But it was typically over in a minute. Sure. You know, sure. whereas for us with a hurricane, we got two weeks notice. <laughs> I mean, it might last six hours. Sure. But you got two weeks notice. So, I mean, you've got plenty of time to get your stuff together. But the point is, is that to stay in a room for one minute versus six hours, well, I'm going to need water. I might have to go to the bathroom. I, you know, there's going to be amenities that are going to be required uh, for an extended stay. Right. And even if you had a tornado shelter and you were in there for a little bit, you could have debris that lands on it, lays on the door. Mm -hmm. You might be in there for a couple hours, 24 hours. So it still might be good to have something stocked and sitting in there ready to go just in case you need it. That's right. So let's jump right into that for tornadoes, for storms, because it's actually what you just touched on is an excellent point. Oh. So the picture that, that we're going to put up there, that Swisher ESP, that's okay. the one I speak of that you can actually get at, you can get it at Big Blue. You can get it from, uh, I think, Sam's Club, Costco. You know, in other words, you can literally buy that thing all over the place. Okay. That is a sliding door with a key and a combo. It's also made to be removed from the inside in case there's debris stacked against it. Oh, You're look at you, Mr. Inside. Smarty Pants. Yeah. No, that's whoever, you know, I just say it was uh, Swisher that actually had thought of that. Uh, right. It has a removable escape panel. Okay. So they put some thought into it. But again, my thing is that is for tornadoes. It's designed to withstand, I think it's a two by four is up to 100 miles an hour. Okay you know, projectile. Sure. But our that's inside. Right. Okay. But our impact glass that yeah. we put in our houses will take a two by four at 175 miles an hour. Oh, wow. So yeah. So just buy your windows. Window. Just, just buy your windows. windows and make a box out of the windows that you're using. Exactly. You're, and then you can see the stuff coming at you. Well, that's the other side <laughs> of this. Those don't have windows. And I don't know if you've ever been in a major storm. Yeah. The noise and not seeing is almost scarier than what's going on. Right. Just because you don't know. Right. You don't have that so visual having, thing. Yeah. Just being able to see some stuff go by and understand what's going on makes it a little more calming. So I think an exterior security camera would be handy with that. Now, this one, too, this isn't, you don't bury this. So this is just going to bolt to the garage floor or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah, it's it could be done. in your basement, garage floor, whatever. You bolt it in because it does say that particular unit is not watertight. It's designed to be indoors. It's not designed so, to be indoors. It right. is designed to be indoors. Oh, it is designed to be indoors, yes. not outside. It's not watertight or anything. The roof will leak and all that. So it's right. not designed to go outside. Go Got in it. your garage, go in your basement. Um, but I don't see anything in there for light. Like there's no window. Right. So obviously you're going to want to run a little something there, give yourself light. But again, this is how, how far do you want to go without being a prepper, um, <laughs> yeah. without a generator on your house. Even if you have a light in there, if you have a tornado, the pole goes down, you lost power, you're still in the dark. Yep. So yep. I would think, Obviously, you'd want electric lanterns. Mm -hmm. You could use Coleman lanterns, but I think they off-gas, right? So right. you wouldn't want anything that burns fuel no. in your home. No, and, and if you even had uh, a couple of batteries and some LED lighting, I think you'd be fine. You know, you could, well, you could have those batteries just constantly charging off the household current. If everything mm -hmm. goes down, you've got those batteries as a backup, and, and it lasts a little bit of time anyway. Well, with LED lighting and all that, you're absolutely right. I mean, you could actually run the phone chargers and your LED lights. You probably can go four or five hours easily. Oh, yeah. 
I think you know so. what I mean? So you would actually be fairly safe and secure in there. Right. So, but you want to kick it up a notch because that one there did not say anything on their website about being uh, bulletproof or anything. So it's right. not a panic room. It's not a security room. Okay. Um, it is a storm room. All right. So we go to security rooms. You can do these a couple of different ways. We've done hidden rooms with a product called Shot Techs. Uh-huh. It's eighth inch uh, military grade steel that you can't shoot through. Okay. So you would line the walls with it, but inside there, and that's a great picture there with the bookcase that opens into your safe room. And the idea is you don't want a door that somebody's just going to see. Right. Because if somebody's in your house and you're trying to hide from them, they're going to check all the doors, right. but they're not necessarily going to go check all your bookcases. Right. And I did one of those up in Flossmoor uh, years ago. I had a swing out bookcase that I did. Um, but we've done a lot of those down here where you have a safe room and inside that safe room is actually a one bedroom uh, apartment with a bathroom. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a studio apartment. You can literally live in there <laughs> for a day or two. Did you hear what he said, Rich? Mm -mm. <laughs> and all the beanbag chairs you can fit. Yeah, yeah. You're not coming out over the air, I don't think. Okay. So he said all the beanbag chairs you can fit in there. That, that's Absolutely. What's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, but that's pretty cool now. So that closes up. It, it, it looks like a regular space. You bolt it from the backside. Yep. So then the bookcase won't wobble, in other words, you know. And you always, stupid, silly thing, you always want it swing in like that because if it was to swing out, it'd leave a line on the floor or the carpet, which you could tell that it was something had moved then. Got so it. it's just like little goofy things that you have to think about um, when you're, you're planning them. But again, that one's going to need light. It's going to need fresh air. It's going to need, you know, maybe water and a bathroom because you can be in there for a while. Right. And so. those are generally going to be on interior walls, correct? So that's, mm -hmm. so it's not, it doesn't have an exterior wall to the, to those in most cases. Right? No, typically it doesn't. But again, you down here, you almost could, because again, the windows are almost impossible to break into. Yep. And everything else is cast block and concrete. So, right. Or I should say concrete block and fill. Right. So you'd actually have a, a basically an eight inch concrete wall for your exterior wall. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, around here, you may not want to do it uh, in the Chicagoland area, but down there, if you're, right. if you're already hurricane proof, then that's, that's pretty secure also. Interesting. Absolutely. Okay. So, um, so light, fresh air, water, you're going to, you're going to have all that stuff set up, even a bathroom, maybe a little mm -hmm. kitchenette bar area. That way you can Drink yourself. Chill into out a while the, the bad guys. Yeah. While the bad guys out there ripping you off and everything, you're at least safe. <laughs> and and if it's an internal power, uh, uh, powered and in, inside the house, you can run your internal power, can't you? I mean, since it's not an outsider, or you're really not trying to make a uh, make a quarantine room. It, you right. can still be part of your house. Correct. Exactly. It's that's why we deem it a safe room. So if somebody breaks in, you're just going in there. You're hiding from them until police show up, or you know you're avoiding an attack or or whatever. Um, so a safe room is completely different in that aspect. Where you know when you get to the the final one, which is your bunker. You know yeah. your worst scenario. You know the doomsday bunker, the preppers, or I don't know this upcoming election. Yeah, it's going to be ridiculous. But yeah. they're selling like crazy. Uh huh. Yeah, they are. So the uh, the thing is, though, the the security room that can act as a tornado or storm shelter, in in mm -hmm. most cases. 
And then, again, you just went on to the Doomsday Bunker, which is what we were showing there. Um, and now this is a completely different level. What, yeah. what, what's, what, what are you looking for in, in one of these? Well, this is actually what you're going to spend the most money on. You're going to plan out how, again, it's key. How many people are you prepping for, right? Um, this is going to begin, become really difficult. And I'm not sure how a lot of people do it. I mean, you can buy 30 acres in Georgia. Right. You can dig a hole and put a, a couple of storage containers down there, right? And you're pretty much good, except you're still going to need power. Right. Okay, so how much fuel could you possibly store up? And would solar panels help? Because if the bad guy's up top, don't you think he'd just cut your wire? <laughs> you know, so yeah. you got to have generator. You're not going to have a nuclear power station down there. That's where I always think the flaw in some of this logic is. Right. Um, and, and I trust me, there's plenty of people that are building them. So I'm sure oh, yeah. there's some answers to some of these. And and it's, it's interesting, but it's basically a bank of batteries and mm -hmm. your generator that only runs when you feel safe. Right. Uh, and your kids on bikes. Yeah. There you oh go. yeah, they're just they're just running, riding bikes, generating the power. And you know what? It probably is a good way to do it because if you're stuck in that thing, you're going to need some exercise. Sure. So you might as well ride the bike to watch TV. And I think it was Ed Begley, right, who makes toast that way every morning. Right. Right. There you go. So. Yeah. So it, you know the storing all that stuff. How much food you're going to have? How long are you going to be in there? And you store all this stuff up. I mean, there's. There's a lot of, you need a lot more space than one that you might just want for a, a tornado bunker or a safe room. Exactly. So most of them, like the one in the picture there, that's a beautiful interior rendering. But most of those have a false floor. And yep. underneath there is another four or five feet. And underneath that four or five feet is your water storage, yep. fuel storage, decomp... Uh, we're not saying it right. Right. Decomposition. Uh, Decomposition. Yeah decomposition toilets that's How's not that? how it's said though no that's not how it's said <laughs> that's not composting oh, we messed that up and i can't get it out of my yeah. head okay now. cut you can cut this out right it's a composting toilet thank you it's a compost yes yeah. so underneath you have room for your tanks for your d for your composting toilets <laughs> Uh, decom <laughs> if I'm decomposing it, am I putting it all back together? You want it to decompose. Toilets. I know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Decomposing toilet. How's that? Always. Well, yeah. it, it, exactly like you're saying, even in the bunker that you guys are in, there is uh, storage down there on the floor. Yep. You so can see the panels. you could just open them up like cabinets. Yeah. Those are all just little things. You can just open them up, lift them open, and then you can pull. They've got containers in there. You pull the containers out and... It's all storage. Okay. So, so this thing, how many days can you, you know, so obviously, again, you, you see this stuff that you can buy dehydrated food, uh, you know, sea rations, like leftover, you know, sea rations or MREs, yep. meals ready to eat, all mm -hmm. those. So you can buy that stuff, add a little hot water, whatever, but you still, okay, you're going to need water. And yep. then you're going to need a way to purify water because, you know, that's not indefinite. Was it eight? Every person needs a gallon a day. Mm-hmm. You right. know, so if you got six people, that's six gallons of water a day. And in a week, you know, that's 40 starts gallons to, of water you're going to be looking for. Yeah, it starts to add up. That's just drinking water. Right. That's not cooking, bathing, anything else. Right. So. And then, and then I think the other really tough one is going to be your fresh air. So, again, if you're not connected above ground, you can't get fresh air. So you need to rebreathe the air. Right. And if CO2 gets to 10%, 
of the air volume, you die. So <laughs> yeah. Picture but you can do one of these scrubber. things, though, right? So what's this? Yeah, doing? it's a scrubber. It's you know, it's what they did in Apollo 13 to get them back, right? They okay. connected all the parts and pieces and created a new scrubber. Right. But it reduces, it removes the CO2 or reconverts it to oxygen. Mm-hmm. I'm not a chemist. I'll just say it's a scrubber. Leave it at that. <laughs> uh huh. So it, it it cleans the air and makes it breathable again. There you go. For the most part, yeah. yeah. And, so and they, you, I mean, you need space for that now too in in your bunker. So right. As, and something tells me it doesn't work on airflow. It probably has a cord on it. <laughs> you think? You think? So it you plugs have to bike to get the air out to, to get the CO two out. But then but while you're, you're exercising, you create excess. You're putting CO2. all that back in the air. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Why can't I, I just have building a couple a... plants? <laughs> <laughs> right? Just get a couple house plants or bunker plants. Bunker plants with right with the LED uh you know growing lights. <laughs> so yeah, that, that would help. I think you're gonna need a lot of plants though. Yeah, you're you're lucky to bring it down full of beetles and spiders. Right. <laughs> now you're you're jammed in there. Your your doomsday bunker is locked and loaded, and right. all of a sudden you got to break out of spiders. Right, that's exactly it. That's how it works, man. So uh, I, the last item on here, on your on your checklist, I found yeah. interesting because if you're going to have a bunker, you also need guns and ammo. Well, it's all along the prepper thing. Okay, you gotta. I mean, if you're in your bunker for two weeks and you come out, you don't know what society's going to be like, so you got to be ready to go. Sure. Or hunting. You, you want? You need, you need food. You can, that you, you've there got. You go. you've got Fresh the meat. To hunt. I prefer the bow and arrow, personally, because that's quiet. Walking Dead. I don't see the bow and arrow working on the Walking Dead. Pretty much, <laughs> guns and axes. Gun- I thought you were going to say that the. the- Stuck in there for two weeks, you need the gun and ammo just uh, just for the people you're stuck in there for two weeks. <laughs> That's a possibility too. You got anything else there, Sonar? You want to toss in there? I can you put, throw that picture up of the last one you just found? Yeah, let me put, yeah, let me put that up. Right oh, you now. mean the ultimate? Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, they're they're fantastic. This looked like Let's a great. See. I don't I don't know what it costs. Pop it right in there. But I guess if you're looking to do that anyway, it wouldn't much matter. But this is something that you can actually just like um, expand on and it's all modular. It seemed like a, a, a great system to, uh, to be able to add on and you could always start out with one or two or three and then as, as things change, you can grow. Yeah. And, and well, so now this, let me move on. The problem with stuff like that, you have to be in an unincorporated area. I mean, I'm pretty well, sure if I... If I try to go do this over here on the island, I mean, somebody'd start questioning as soon as I started digging. <laughs> well, how big are do those? You have a things? permit? Yeah. Well, well look those, at the bedrooms. Those are pretty big, yeah. If you look at the bunks, and I mean, I assume that this is maybe a queen size bed uh, in the singles. Wow, those are huge. Um, then. So yeah, so you're you're already building a house on a house and and everything else. Usually, what I do is instead of counting beds. I count chairs. Okay. Because you're going to have a lot less of those <laughs> than you're going to have anywhere else. And if right. I'm going to spend two weeks, I'm not sitting on the floor the whole time. No. No, where's the couch? You know, how many see, movies do you like, have? I see. I only see one, like, storage area. Um, and you're going to definitely need power, and you're going to need a video library. Yeah. Because, of course, everything else, you know, Netflix isn't going to be running while you're in your 
So you're going to need some type of entertainment. Or, so or, or do, to really do it right. Do you have those things you open week. up that like they have like paper, like stacked up paper in like between books? Them. Yeah, that's what they're called, books. What would like oh, like trees? We burn yeah. those. We ban those. See, now you've got you've got a, you've got fire starter if you need it. What you've that's done? That's barbaric. <laughs> Read. Just chop books? down a tree and smash it like that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Don't you care about the planet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? The uh, the iPad may not work. You know, the, the books on tape. Uh, I guess you could try something like that. Who knows? Exactly. So, all right. Uh, if you've got any other comments you want to, you can throw down on the bottom there. You got a, a better bunker idea? Let us know. We can talk about Build it. Build a better bunker. Better bunkers right here at Mighty House. There you go. So with that, um, thanks again to uh, the Niles Design Center for uh, helping sponsor the show and helping us put this stuff together for you every week. And with that, I'm going to say let's uh, keep it Click square and like level. and all that. Oh, yeah. all the like buttons and the push buttons. Yeah, yeah, you can do all that stuff. Yeah, too. do all that stuff. Do all that stuff. Uh, yeah, we'd love to have that happen. So keep it square and level. Is it, until is it, next time. Until so next time, next I time, think yeah. so. Yeah, next, next time. time it is. Next time it is. <laughs> do we have music? Uh, sure. <laughs> there we go, Sonar. See, we're on. We're so tight, man. We got this thing running. It's just, it's like a machine. Edit. <laughs> <laughs>